Howdy folks, welcome to Sketchy Conversations with John Melson Fourth. On today's episode, I'm talking with an old friend of mine named Deka Rocks. Deka Rocks is a singer-songwriter at Detroit. I've known her since about 2011. In fact, she did me a really big favor in 2015. On this episode, we talk a bit about her history in the Detroit music scene, her festival, Cosmic Slot Festival, cool stories for her to learn how to play guitar. And um, we just kind of shoot the shit and whatnot. Also recorded this back in 2020, so I'm kind of going deep in the archive for this. Anyway, we take it to street level on this episode, so if you're offended by language, um, okay. Anyway, check it out. So, how's it looking in Detroit right now? Detroit is, uh, Detroit is Detroit, honestly. <laughs> Detroit's always going to be Detroit. Like, we, uh, you know... We work together. We go. We we get along for the most part. We go along, and and it, I'm not gonna say we get along. Even when we don't get along, we lean on each other. You know, um, it is not as volatile as some places. Not nearly. Uh, in regards to the protests that have been going on and the uprisings that have been going on here, they're much more peaceful than other places. Uh, I know the national the national news had re- reported that um, there were, you know, certain sorts of riots or whatever. I don't use that word. I use the word uprising because people are pissed off. Yeah. And there's a difference between a riot and an uprising. Riots are without direction. Uprisings are for a goal. Exactly. Um, and with purpose. Um. I will say I'm disappointed, but not surprised in DPD. I'm not, um, I'm definitely ready for change in the way that this country is, um, that safety is regarded in this country. Police piss me off all the time. Um, and so <laughs> all, constantly, fuck man, constantly way more than I feel like, oh, wow, the police were here to help. <laughs> you know, like so many, they've had so many opportunities, you know, to, for, to, to inspire that feeling in me too. And very, very seldom does it happen. They fall um, short pretty much. Oh, so dude, so, so often, although I will say I saw an old man in a truck the other day whose truck had stopped in the middle of the street and don't you know the police were there to block traffic while he um put the whatever he was trying to get his truck going or whatever he had the hood popped i sh- i could have took a picture I-, I was driving though so i wasn't you know but holy shit i'm like the the police are fucking doing their job what's today's date i'd never like i just whoa so <laughs> Anyway, you asked what it's like in Detroit right now. Um, it's beautiful. Also, the the leaves are changing. Um, it's, it's so it's it's so pretty. And we've had some really nice like fall weather, and um, it's like orchard season here. Um, I don't know if you know this about Michigan, but we've got we've got Great Lakes, and so. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. So we've also got lots of apples. We're kind of like. Michigan is to apples what Georgia is to peaches. That I didn't know. Ah, well, we have all the apples. Macintosh, Gala, Honeycrisp, uh, like, you know, um, all of them. I feel like bubblegum right now. I'm just naming apples. 
Yeah. But there's also these amazing orchards that also that will have like corn mazes and these little general stores with all kinds of yummy delectables. And then they'll have, you know, like a little cafeteria attached. Um, a lot of these places, a lot of these orchards were already set up for, you know, um, field trips with kids to where there's these huge outdoor indoor outdoor dining spaces like these indoor or these they have um it's a it's like an open picnic area right but it's under a under a hood under a roof and then they have um it's it's heated you know it has those big industrial heaters so the kids end up sitting outside because it's like it's their fucking kids they've been outside in the mud fucking picking pumpkins or whatever the fuck they're doing on this fucking field trip you don't want them traipsing you won't be able to just hose that shit down smart you know? move. <laughs> so having it be this indoor outdoor space is perfect anyway so so um it's like orchard season here um you know from here to halloween for the next couple of weeks right. um and so this is uh, this is like it's beautiful it's 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 beautiful right now uh and i've tried to be outside as often as possible um yeah. And I'm definitely going to end up with a bottle of something yummy from one of these orchards <laughs> and a couple of bushels of apples and donuts and whatever else. That uh, sounds so pure because what DC, the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area is known for, okay, Baltimore and D.C., they're known for crabs. I would say that, especially D.C., the wharf yes. ending, right? We're known yes. for crabs, mambo sauce, and PCP. You know? Oh, shit. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I think the, the especially the last thing, that's a year-round treat, actually, you know? I, I bet. It seems like it would be. Enjoy yeah. a little bit. Next thing you know. the whole family. Exactly, you know? Get them really to bond together, actually, you know? <laughs> that took a dark fucking turn. That took a dark turn, didn't it? <laughs> that took a dark turn. So how's COVID-19 affect you on a personal basis? Oh, shit, man. Uh, we'll be here all day. Okay, so <laughs> there's no time limit. So exactly. uh, at the beginning of the year, I was working for a co-working space owned by a black woman less than five minutes. When I say less than 10 minutes from my house, literally in like in the worst weather it took me 12 minutes to get to work no 10 minutes to get to work in the worst weather it's and i don't have to get on no freeways it's literally like a right a left and then a right into the driveway of my like you know what i'm saying of of my job like it's so easy and i loved my um i had one co-worker who i enjoyed i enjoy her so much she's a freaking tourist just like me um we used to have so much fun together such like like cool people you know who who rented out the space the um the members of the co-op um amazing i was paid well just great just like okay my kid doing his thing love my house like all this great shit happening rolling right uh going to the gym right just kicking ass taking names fuck yeah fucking uh right fuck yeah so I go on a retreat. At first, I was going to go uh, to New Orleans. Originally, that's where the retreat was planned. It was planned for the week or two after Mardi Gras in New Orleans. 
which is a great time. If you can, if you can get to New Orleans the day after Mardi Gras, it is a beautiful experience. The town is in this like um, hangover sort of low, you know, uh, all the like decorations kind of lingering from the week celebrations before leading up to Mardi Gras is all still hanging in the trees and on the fucking, uh, you know, electric lines and shit. Like it's a, it's, it's, it's a nice time. And the weather is nice in February down in, um, or down in March down in, um, down in New Orleans anyway. So <clears throat> COVID happens and you know, this is, it's kind of, you know, you're hearing things about it like in January, February. And then by March, they're like, you know, certain flights coming in from certain places uh, have people who are positive for this blah, 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 blah. And then Mardi Gras happens. And <laughs> I remember watching the news and seeing all these groups of uh, white people <laughs> who refused to separate to to socially distance those first you know they're like okay this is those first few inklings of like you should stay back you should you know not blah 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 so immediately after mardi gras new orleans shuts down yeah nobody coming nobody going uh we had to cancel our reservation our airbnb reservation they totally understood um, because everybody was canceling. Literally, everything coming in and out of New Orleans stopped. And so we were like, well, shit, because <laughs> we were driving anyway. So so our, our, um, our logistically, our travel plans only really changed by the way that we, where, where we were staying. How we were getting there didn't change. We were still going to rent a car and drive down there. It was still me and a couple of my homegirls. Now, it, at first, it was going to be three of us. And then my friend's dad passed away from COVID. Um, in a, in a, yeah, he was in a nursing home. And he went down fast. Um, and, it, you know, it, he was a dadly dad. Right, you know, so it kind of, it really, it, it was, it, 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 it rocked her and her family, her, her mom, her sister, uh, and, and so she, of course, you know, I, this actually, I don't even think he had passed yet. I think he was still in a nursing home at that time, um, but she just didn't want to be that far away, and I totally understood. I was like, listen, you know, I was already kind of preparing her, like, listen, um, you know, I understand if you can't go, you know, like it's no big deal, you know what I'm saying. Um, certain stuff is more important and it was a good thing that she stayed um, but so we ended up going to Atlanta and staying right outside of Atlanta I had a friend who lived in Pine Lake and um, we went and stayed in Pine Lake uh, for you know four days and really in this beautiful beautiful um, uh, house and with bamboo in the backyard, it was gorgeous. The back backed up to a fucking stream, and um, you know, we kind of got we got a chance to. My best friend and I got a chance to exhale, <laughs> for lack of a better term, um, and really just 
and and really just relax and take a few days to where like we're not like cooking for kids or um you know um worrying about work or or whatever else and we just kind of sat back every now and then we check the news you know and then be like mm, that's crazy you know what i'm saying and so when we headed back to when we were on our way back to michigan they were talking about ohio shutting down and not letting um people in and out you know at some point um <clears throat> but um so we you know we were like okay well, we're gonna hurry up and get back because ohio state police already don't have shit to do and they make driving they try to suck all the fun out of driving when you pass through that state already um but so we were like you know we had a little more put a little more pep in our step on the way back home and um and shut it down i was quarantined from my partner for almost three weeks um because i you know because we just wanted to be safe with me coming back from atlanta and then he coming came in contact with somebody who had covid symptoms so we weren't we, we we just weren't sure you know um we just weren't sure so we you know we were of course we were everybody has been healthy here um which i'm thankful for um i have had folks um i had an aunt who got sick and passed away um while you know, during, during this. And I didn't, I didn't go to her funeral because I just, my anxiety, like I just, like, like I just couldn't, you know, I just, um, I'm already not somebody who does well at funerals. Anyway, I'm not somebody who goes to funerals if I don't have to. Um, and so, um, I have other ways of, of, um, of celebrating, um, transition of people who I love um and so I didn't um I just couldn't do it and it's it's crazy the way that something you can't see <laughs> and don't all the way understand has totally changed our lives it's just totally changed our lives and I think that it's humbling as humans it's invisible, it's teeny tiny, and it breaks your ass right the fuck on down. It will pull you down a fucking peg, especially if you don't have the right health care or what, you know what I'm saying? You don't have the right resources or, you know, if you've got the wrong combination of of, of ailments, pre-existing exactly. <laughs> you know, conditions. It's, it's crazy, but it makes me... <clears throat> It makes me think about um, and the first thing I the first thing I did when all of this kind of broke um, and I was here quarantined by myself with my son at the house for those first two weeks because I totally stayed in bed for like a fucking like two months. I'm going to be very real with you. Um, uh, get your mental health taken care of. I was not OK for a while there. Uh, I did start Lexapro and I'm very, 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 very happy. I'm very thankful that I did. Um, but like one of the things that I remember, you know, researching was going back and like really looking at this, the, the Spanish flu 
um, you know, from 1919 and what they had to do, you know, <clears throat> the same shit we're doing now, literally wear a fucking mask, wash your goddamn hands, stand back away from me. Don't gather in big groups, same shit, like same doing the same thing. And like, oh boy. History repeats itself, <laughs> you know, as America needed to be taken down a peg. And it was like, as far as like, you know, walk the walk, you know what I mean? We had a whole lot of, sh <clears throat> a whole lot of our own shit going on. And all of this, I'm, yes, I'm glad, like all this had to happen at the same time. And no, because people had to get pissed off enough to do something you know you got to be frustrated enough you got to put the right seasonings in the pot but you know um in order for it to to be a perfect shit soup and, and here we are <laughs> shout out to mr Leahy. <laughs> you know <laughs> you know like and that's what it feels like i feel like and i like um In uh, four years ago, when uh, when forty five got elected, I knew it was going to happen because white tears are so salty. And when you think about um, white males as a um, the behavior and the reactions that like that white males have to not getting things their way you can compare it to that of a child of a like spoiled child you know there's the, the lashing out uh the uh the throwing a fit the you know all that and that's what this is to me that's what you know uh they took our jobs and make america great again and um, you know, build a wall, all that shit. Um, I think it's it's all like it's it's all um, it's all needed. Put the kindling on the fire. Let it, you know what I'm saying. Let it come out. Like let it let it come out. I think it's up to us as artists to um to take this time that we have at home and do something. You know. Um, going back to like. I'm glad that folks will get the opportunity to practice um, in front of, you know, this medium and getting getting used to broadcasting and sharing their their selves with with other folks or or whatever it is, because. Mainstream media is not where it's at. No, it's not. Actually. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something else about COVID. Let me tell you something else. Mainstream media is not where it's at, and I'll tell you because all the news that I have gotten has come from Twitter and came before it broke on mainstream media. Let me say that again. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> riots, for example, in Baltimore, the riots, there was like, there were live tunes going on, you know, it was like, yeah, that, yeah, you know. So that's Everything. real. You know, like, it's just not, 
there's so much change that's happening right now and i'm just thankful to like to be around i'm thankful to be around i have hope because gen z ain't got no ain't got it for you they don't got no patience for your shit they're coming up underneath us and behind us like i feel like we're curling right now we're doing the sweep thing you know what i'm saying and they're gonna come behind us with that other thing right (laughs) like okay and let me my godchildren were part of the reason that uh your boy 45 was not able to have the turnout that he thought he would at some of those rallies. It was them and their friends. They figured it out. You know, they figured that shit out, man. Listen, they are voting age. Y'all they're counting them out. They're like, they counting out Gen Z. They keep on y'all keep on counting out Gen Z. They sick of this shit. Uh, Kelly, Kelly and Conway and her baby girl. Like that whole situation, watching her, watching her daughter, like out her. <laughs> oh man, I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it, man. So, what was the Detroit music scene like before COVID nineteen, though? Oh man, uh, active, very active, and a little bit of everything. Detroit, uh, <clears throat> there's no lack of variety or talent here. Honestly, it doesn't matter uh, what time of year it is. It's not hard to find different stuff. Uh, we have one of the um, best jazz clubs in the world as rated by Playboy magazine here, um, Cliff Bells. We have... Uh, in the summertime, we have festivals every weekend. So honestly, a lot of the um, the makers and the crafters and, and um, artisans who live in the area were really affected by COVID as well because we there are festivals here in Detroit, multiple festivals every weekend in the summertime. Uh, at one point, you could almost like bounce around you know, downtown between festivals, uh, going from Midtown to to downtown to Hart Plaza um, at one point. But we still have other venues, outdoor venues, uh, like the newly renamed uh, Aretha Franklin Amphitheater, um, which is amazing because it sits right on the water. And if you have a boat, you can pull up behind the stage on the water and you can hear the music coming from uh uh from the stage or from the amphitheater on your boat so when you're sitting in the amphitheater watching the stage you you can see behind whoever's performing you can see the the people out on the boat on the on their on their boats on the water it's it's a very unique experience um this so like we there's just shit there's all kinds of shit you know northern lights lounge and pj's logger house and um friggin oh man just everywhere hamtramck itself is a, is a little town like inside of detroit city limits hamtramck and highland park are both two mun- municipalities that sit almost right next door to each other that are inside of detroit city limits um <clears throat> hamtramck 
is known for its music scene. They have a gabillion bars and they have a music festival um, that takes all of the bars, puts them together. They basically have a bunch of bands that apply and then they don't really say no to anybody, (laughs) you know? So it's like this weekend, all these bars, I want to say like 30 or 40 bars, um, you know, with bills going all weekend full of bands. Uh, So the music scene is vibrant, (laughs) to say the least. It is very, the art scene, period. Um, We have some pretty, some pretty amazing visual artists and, um, uh some really great like really unique like street performers um there's a dude named Ife Best who is a drummer who is just oh man <laughs> like you know like the, let the ancestors smile on Ife because he he's doing he is doing their work for sure you know he just lets he's a channel he just lets it flow through him and it's beautiful um so the, the music scene is very vibrant here. Uh, I freaking appreciate this town, honestly, so much. I think I'm spoiled. I think it's part of the, I think I love it so much. And that's a lot of the reason I haven't moved yet. Um, and, uh, you know, I will say that Detroit has done a good job of adapting to COVID for the most part. Um curious to see how things are going to roll now that the weather is getting colder um there have been a lot of very cool virtual performances that i've been a part of that i've seen um there have been some there was a um there's a festival that happened labor day weekend they did a drive up this drive up concert the same way I I saw Fishbone did a, a few drive in shows you know and and so I've like that's that looks cool I would love to go to a drive in show I haven't gotten a, ch- a chance to go to one I um I had we had some other stuff going on that day or that weekend um but you know the one thing that Detroit has is square footage <laughs> which is why people compare it to the South a lot because it feels like the South is very spread out. Um, as far as, as far as square footage, I forget how much we have, but I know it's a lot, it's a lot more than other cities that have, um, comparable populations. So, um, that being said, if we have to adapt in some kind of way, um, for the winter time or for shows, you know, for the foreseeable future to do the drive-in thing there, I've seen churches do it in parking lots. I've seen other than, you know, I've seen that, like I said, the festivals that have kind of been doing it. And I think people are now maybe just going to be a little bit more open to doing stuff outside. You know, I've seen, I've seen very cool entrepreneurs taking advantage of, uh, of this too. There have been a few restaurants, there's a restaurant that opened up and they're exclusively outdoors and it's, they got little domes. They've got little domes. And they open and close. So if you're like, if it's warm, you want to sit in the dome and it's open. It's cold. They close it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like a cone of silence all... and get smart. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. 
almost like a like those it's like those um like those clear igloo hotel rooms oh, okay it's cool it looks cool i like man. it though it i like how it sounds though you know so i don't i don't i'm um i think this is an opportunity for detroiters to show everybody how creative we are and how creative we can be um and you know like i think about european countries that exist all year round in the winter time fucking iceland you know um they do stuff outdoors put some fucking outdoor clothes on have a goddamn hot chocolate and enjoy yourself yeah it's winter time that doesn't mean you gotta stay in the house true you know with i mean barring extreme weather yeah course. within reason within reason yeah we're not standing around outside in 10 below but still you know like you know, there's we have nice days in the wintertime. You still have nice nice winter weather that exists. Oh yeah. Um, even if um you know, even if we would rather it to be summertime. Oh yeah. So where are these festivals usually located? Which part of Detroit, like, you know, I kinda know it a little bit. Yo, so <clears throat> the beauty of this town is that all you really need is a few square feet for a festival and square footage is in abundance here uh <laughs> so over the last maybe 10 uh, 10 years or so festivals have moved from just being right downtown um right in Hart plaza um which is in front of the fist you ever the joe lewis fist uh that yeah. you see you know is that the one where he had the fist and the guy put like a vat of crisco next to it he did yes that was <laughs> and nobody got the damn joke yes yes um yes um that's our fist um it's right downtown it's right at the you know it's right downtown it's right on the water and heart plaza um has an amphitheater that faces the water the same way as the Aretha Franklin Amphitheater only um, Hart Plaza has an upstairs and a downstairs so there's like a lower level to where you can have DJs You and they have several stages so they've got the one main bowl where they install the stage and then they've got three other smaller stages um, it's beautiful and it's expensive to rent out um, and but in its heyday, people were, you know, people, people, we were, we were, you were Chris festivals every weekend, like I said. So uh, in the last 10 years, though, I think because of the, the logistically high, um, Heart Plaza has changed and they don't do quite as much there now. As a matter of fact, the last festival I went to in Heart Plaza logistically was a nightmare. I was, I had to apologize to Fishbone. They played there. I was very excited to see them. Um, and when I say whoever planned this festival, it was like, they were like, somebody tell me how they usually do logistics here. Let me see a map of how they usually set stuff up. I want to do the exact opposite. Like, it was just horrible. It was just not thought through. It was it was backwards. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Um, and it, it was bad. It, and it could have been so much better. Honestly, if the logistics were better, um, the festival might have had a, a little bit, it might have felt a little bit nicer, even though the turnout wasn't that great, you know, but it was very obvious that the turnout wasn't that great because the logistics were horrible. Um, anyway, I'm not going to dwell too much on that. But because 
because Heart Plaza has changed, it has opened up an opportunity for uh, DIY venues and um, neighborhood festivals and these art galleries and things or these performance spaces to um, use their outdoor space as well. Um, so festivals are more than just downtown now. They are all over, honestly, um, literally. You know, there's Southwest Detroit, which is, um, uh, there's a huge um, Latinx uh, population, lots of um, um, delicious Mexican restaurants, El Salvadorian, um, oh, some everything, Cuban, um, just all over the Latin diaspora. Um, <laughs> and um, they have, they have like, you know, Latin heritage festivals. They have um, in Clark Park there, that's, which is a little closer to the um, Ambassador Bridge. So you kind of look up like you're at the festival, you look up and then you see the bridge going to Canada. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, you know. So it's a little bit of everything, though. Uh, there was a scavenger hunt in a park here last weekend or this past weekend that is right on the border of Detroit and Livonia. So it's like exact opposite side of town, <clears throat> and the park is like a big, beautiful park, like with rolling hills and trees and all kinds. You know what I'm saying, like. Um, a stream, you know, body of water flowing through it. It's beautiful. So there's a lot of, um, there's just a lot of really, really pretty natural shit happening around here. <laughs> there's lots of nice parks and there's lots of area and people here make the best of, of what we got. Uh, so, so there's no limit to the location where you'll find a festival. Sometimes you turn a corner in the summertime now and I, and, and find something. And I will say that um, the lack of <clears throat> of venues or or the change in venues has opened up possibilities. I think you know has reminded folks that we there were other ways that we did things too, um, right before this. Because there's a there was a, a popular there's a, a popular spot over on the east side that that was a live blues performance venue and they were literally 100% outside like it would just be a bunch of old folks that would come and bring their coolers and their instruments and they would set up somebody set up a generator and it's the same spot every weekend as long as it's sunshine hmm. they're there <laughs> dope, and they they got into yeah there was like an issue there was like they somebody tried to you know white folks moved into the neighborhood and they tried there was like an ordinance issue, um, but I think that um, but I think that they either just moved it or something and 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 it was still around. I certainly hope so. I don't know what in capacity in what capacity it would be now, um, but we just get creative, you know, it's a little bit of everywhere, for sure, because Cosmic Slop was. Um, <clears throat> Cosmic Slop went from being on the northwest side to, well, shit, Cosmic Slop we had in Ann Arbor originally, then we had it on the northwest side, and then we moved to the north end, which is right at Woodward and, um, Woodward and the Boulevard, which is 
technically like just north of downtown. Um, but Woodward is like the the main like thoroughfare that goes from right downtown in front of the Woodward starts at the fist and goes all the way up north. So you could take Woodward up to um the next county. <laughs> you can literally take Woodward from from the Detroit River where the fist sits all the way up to the next county. Yeah. It's a nice ride too. It take a while, you know. Um it take maybe about not that long, maybe about 20 minutes or so before you hit the the county line. That's not bad. Oakland County. Yeah. That's not that bad. That's not bad. But it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. Yeah, because I was going to make the pun earlier. It feels like you have like your own festival scene. Like, dare I say, it's almost like a South by Southwest Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, because I was like, I was trying we to figure out. We easily do that. Exactly. I was trying to figure out make like a Southwest Detroit reference. I was like, hey, South by Southwest Detroit, you know? Kind of like that, we, you know? We could totally, Detroit could easily do something like that, man. I, I think the only thing that would keep Detroit from being successful at a festival or at a, at a whole city-wide sort of thing like that would be politics. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> sad that basically you guys literally, I would say basically if it wasn't for Detroit, there would be no fucking Motown. Really, technically, I'll put it this way, the punk thing, I would say the punk rock virus really originated in Detroit. Yes, it did. You know, not, yeah, the, not, not the garage rock one, that was, that was more in the Pacific Northwest, but the punk rock um, virus really started in Detroit and it spread out to New York and it affected the rest of the goddamn country. And then the fucking world. It did. That's you know? right. It did. Remind them, John. Please. Like, seriously, you guys literally had MC5, Iggy and the Stooges, and then those guys infected Funkadelic, and then basically they were the goddamn carrier, you know. Listen, listen. Don't forget death. Oh, especially death, you know. They and... were like, they were like, the, they were like the black guy with, that got affected by the bubonic, bubonic plague. There's patient zero, man. Absolutely, you know. Death is patient zero. Absolutely. And they did it right too. Yes, and it was it was uh, it was the brother who passed away who was the driving force behind David. 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 Man, people I'm thankful for that I have never met. Same here, you know. I'm like, let me tell you right now. When I was watching the documentary. There was a lot of parts it made me uncomfortable. Because I thought of a lot of people like him. Hell, even saw the parts of me in there. You know, shit, same Zodiac sign, too. That's good to fucking me. But to make it even, though, I had the same Zodiac sign as a dude from Bad Brains, uh, Daryl Jennifer, too. So Shout out shout out to my guys in death, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to try to get them on. I want, I want to try to get Bobby on there, too. Yo, but Urian is fucking killing it, though. On Instagram, he's fucking amazing. It's almost like, I put it this way: we finally get our Dave Grohl. Oh man, he's fuck. He plays everything. He plays guitar. He plays drums. He plays bass, and he's not just like okay. I mean, he he was filling in for dude that con- at that band Converge. He filled in for him on a tour. Yeah. Musically, how'd you get your start? You know. Oh man. Uh... I feel like I've always been around music. It's always been around. I've never not performed in some way, shape, or form. Uh, 
when I was little, I sang um, and I modeled, <laughs> was like a kitty model with my mom um, and did like runway modeling. Um, and then at some point I, I tried piano and it was cool, but it wasn't like, you know, like wasn't my thing, right? Same here. Because we could either do piano or we could do recorder. And I did piano and I was like, I don't want to do recorder either. Yeah. And then I left that school, so it really didn't matter. Exactly. Um, but uh, after that came flute. And I was like, that's kind of cool, but it's still not like badass enough, right? Um, it wasn't, or it wasn't like, I wasn't me. Like I was like, I was getting there, you know? Um, but I feel like I picked up flute cause my mom played flute when she was little, little. And so I wanted to try it because she, she tried it and loved it. She still plays flute, um, in her, like in her, as a hobby, you know? Um, but it just wasn't for me. And so at some point, um, uh, I'm sorry, my pop filter. Let me move back. <laughs> At some point, um, fine. this pop filter gets weird too. Dude, mine is cheap, and like I have to get a new one. I'm gonna have to email a Sweetwater because the little screwy thing that screws on, like the clamp, is fine. But you know how you, the holder on the clamp, or like on the other end, the plastic nobbin that you screw on to the other end to secure the 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 pop filter is stripped i'm like how i literally put this on here thrice like i'm not she hulk you know what i'm saying like <laughs> but it's made of that like cheap little that cheap plastic um so so anyway um anyway um at some point i realized i wanted to play guitar and i don't know i'm trying to think <laughs> Uh, I was listening to a lot of grunge. Nirvana was a thing that I was really into. I was like, yo, this Kurt Cobain dude is doing some shit. Like, you know, I'm 37. So grunge was, um, when I was 13, grunge was, you know, um, that was it. Like, that's what we were like. That was it, you know? Exactly. And I wasn't, yeah, right? Like, you know, I'm. <clears throat> like, we weren't there for punk. We weren't, metal was kind of like, you know, metal kind of OD on the Sunset Strip. Yeah. So what happened was you ended up. Like, yeah. Metal was like for your big brother. Like, exactly. My, my best friend's older sister listened to Warrant and Rat and Poison and, um, like that's the kind of like she listened to like metal, you know what I'm saying? Like like hair metal and like eighties metal. Um and and like that was on its way out, you know. Um Guns N' Roses, which I love. Don't get me wrong, like I fucks with Guns N' Roses. Um I had ap Appetite for Destruction was my shit, as a matter of fact. It was a great album, you know. <laughs> that was a great album. Um Metallica, the black the black album. Did I find out recently that Kirk Hammett is mixed? Yeah, he's like Filipino, I think. He's like okay. Yeah, he's like Filipino, actually. You know, it's okay. like and uh, it's kind of funny because like you know now Metallica actually is like because you have you have Robert Julio in there, you know he's been there for a minute actually, 
you know, and now you also have, so it's almost like this kind of like, would you consider like almost like a Latin metal band now? Right? There you go. <laughs> Everybody, it's so there was that one time when Kirk Hammond looked a lot like Lionel Richie, though. Okay, we're going to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we're moving I'm just saying, it's like, now. I never forget that one tweet that Cowboy Troy made out about that, and I was like, well, I can't see that shit now. Is it me you're looking for? No. Pentatonic bass guitar solo, then. <laughs> Oh god! But you're anyway. right. Black album really was that album where it was that was a fucking monster. Like everybody fuck with that album. In fact, to me, Inner Sandman was almost like evil disco. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you about okay. We hold the th- hold that disco thought. We're gonna come back to that because I got a whole theory about how racism killed disco. Oh, it totally did. Um, <clears throat> the black album is um it's 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 one of those few albums that you can listen to from start to finish oh, yeah. also okay i don't think there's a song on there that i don't get down with nope i fucks with all of them holier than thou is 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 not necessarily one of my favorites but I still listen to it. The God That Failed is not necessarily one of my favorites. But that's alright. My friend Misery is the shit. Oh, man. (laughs) You know what? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this track list. Oh, you're cool. Man. Yeah. Like, that was, you know, so... That being said, grunge came in and Nirvana, Nirvana's unplugged, okay, um, made me, okay, I said, dad, okay, dad, listen, <laughs> dad, listen, listen, man, I need an acoustic guitar. I need a guitar. I just need a guitar. Can I, I need a guitar. And he's like, okay, you wanted a guitar? We'll get you an acoustic. You learn to play it, and then you get an electric. And he's like, everybody I know who plays, you know, everybody I've known who plays guitar said, you know, you got to start there, and then, boom, it's the same thing. I'm like, okay, fine, fine. But then I saw Nirvana unplugged, and I'm like, okay, I, I get down with that, Dad. I'll get down with that. I'll, I'll fuck with that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my parents are together. My mom got me an acoustic guitar for Christmas. My dad's like, okay, she gets you the guitar, I'll get you lessons. So I started my lessons in January. One school started back right after that Christmas break. And my first teacher was a was a blues man. He was uh I'm not even sure how old he was, man. <laughs> I think the whiskey was preserving his body. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how old this gentleman was. <laughs> he was an old white dude, and he smelled like the bottom of a bottle of old granddad. The bottom of a bottle of old granddad. 
old granddad whiskey. I said, Dad, um, this dude, I should probably tell you, he smells like whiskey. <laughs> you know, I go in this because it's because mind you, let me set the scene. My lessons are not in like, you know how now you go into Guitar Center. It's all bright and shiny. It's all like corporate and monetized. No, that's not what this was. This was in the back. <clears throat> this was at Fiddler's Music. Fiddler's Music was in a building that looked like a warehouse. It had one window on like that that was actually a window like the other ones were like blocked out like on the like on the it was an old storefront okay and upstairs it looked like an old warehouse just because it looked like the second story was added later on or something okay so um up there there was like a maze of rooms and, and like store but it was mainly storage like it seemed like it's been that one owner the, the people who owned it had been in there since they opened the doors. They had never moved. Like some of that shit looked like it had been up there for 20 years. It smelled like an old book. Okay, Fiddler's Music. Um, it was on Mac in Detroit. Uh, you go up the stairs that are soft the way that the stairs on... Uh, <laughs> was that Freddy Krueger movie? Was that two or three? Which one? Um, uh, when Nightmare on Elm Street was that two or three? When they were running up the stairs and the stairs turned to cake. I can't remember, uh, but I know which one. That's what these about. stairs felt like. Okay, it felt like <laughs> these stairs felt like cake. It felt like Freddy Krueger was behind me. You know, they were weird and narrow. Anyway, you go up the stairs. And you get up the stairs, and at the top of the stairs, there's this weird maze of rooms, okay? And then you find your lesson room, whichever one that is. So you go in the lesson room, and it's teeny tiny. It's like a, it's a, it's a lesson room. It's like a closet, you know, oblong closet, and it smells like whiskey. And he's like, here, sit down. He tunes my guitar. He hands me this, um, I bought my little manuscript book from the front desk. I was ready to go, you know? He's like, we don't even need that. He's like writing out chords. <laughs> He's like writing over the staff. And I'm like, <gasps> like oh, shit. Mind you, I had played, mind you, I had played flute. I had played uh, piano just enough to remember, you know, F-A-C-E. Like I remember, you know what I'm saying? I was coming prepared to read staff. He threw all that shit out the window. Nah, fuck that. We're going <laughs> to like, and he scribbles these chords down um for the 12 bar blues and i'm like all right so we go over it and then i get home and i'm trying to play it like he played it but i can't i'm not i'm not i'm not it's not coming out like that i'm like man fuck that i want to play it like so i'm so i take it back to him and and the next week and he's like okay play me what you've been playing so I play it. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was doing some shit, mind you. Okay. Let me tell you right now. When we first started learning guitar, we all did. There's a tape of me. I'm not. I can't remember if I destroyed it or it's hidden somewhere. Either way, it's video. I'm not gonna talk about it. Oh man, there's a video. 
my first music video was called Generic. I was 13 years old. It was me and my homies in Canada. Thank so. Let that be. Let that. Let that. Anyway. Yeah. Uh huh. So so he's like, stop, <laughs> stop playing Mamby Pamby, and I was like, oh, <laughs> me, Mamby, did you hear what I just? brought in here to you and you telling me don't play manby pamby he's like listen he said you black put some soul into it <laughs> i looked at that man like and that's when i said he drunk i said i'm like mind you i'm the child of an addict <laughs> mind you i'm you know like i'm i'm like listen I'm from the hood. I've seen some shit. Okay. I know what it looks like when I'm talking to a drunkard. Okay. So I'm thinking to my I'm thinking all this to myself. Yeah. Okay? Just get through the lesson. You can tell dad about it when you get downstairs. So I get downstairs. I mind you, I listen, I absorb the information. Okay. okay? <clears throat> I did not let the fact that I was swimming in the scent of his secondhand whiskey. <laughs> Stop me from getting the education that I needed in that half hour. Yes. Okay. I get downstairs and I say, Dad, that gentleman smells like whiskey. <laughs> like, Dad, that gentleman smells like whiskey in a way that made it hard for me to focus. And he said, he laughed. Yeah. <laughs> he laughed and he said, uh, honey. You learning? You want to learn how to play uh, rock and roll, right? He said, "You like you listen to rock, right? That's what you play." And I said, "Yeah." He said, <laughs> "It comes with the territory." Let me tell you something. This kind of parallels a point that I made on Facebook. Well, it was on it was on Instagram a couple of days ago. It might be like a week now. Come to think about it, right? It was that yeah. meme where to make it fun of like like Myron's rock station like you're listening to rock and then it's like now here's Imagine Dragons. So what I said was, rock rock needs to drink more whiskey and less fucking Monster Energy drink. Listen, and I'm gonna be honest, he was never inappropriate with me. I had you know what I'm saying like he enjoyed the music and he enjoyed. I feel like he enjoyed teaching because I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. You know, I learned a lot and it made me, it made me want to keep like the only reason we moved, we moved from Detroit out to Ypsilanti mm -hmm. and at my last lesson, when I tell you I cried because I loved having him as a teacher, Oh yeah, I was hurt when I had to move. And by the end of it, you know, I looked forward to him having that mug because he, he would keep it in the mug. He would have, he would have, have his coffee mug and he would spike that coffee. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and I, because, you know, I, and we were cool. Like by the end of it, you know, I, I learned a lot. And I was, I, I, I think that I was one of the students that he enjoyed teaching, you know, um, because we were able to do a decent amount. And by the end of it, like we would get to jam at the, you know what I'm saying? Like you get a good teacher. You know, you jam a little bit at the end of lesson. So, um, man, 
he he uh, is certainly part of the reason that I enjoy uh, teaching. Hey, all right, here's the deal. This was actually a four-hour conversation. Like, with some of these folks I've known for years, and we haven't talked for a while, so we have a lot to catch up. Most of the time, I forget we're recording, you know? But this is the first part of that series. So it's going to pop in through months on end, actually, right? So we're going to get the first one this month, next one next month, and so forth. Anyway, until next time, take it easy, and please use common sense.